What up, Talking Fight fans? Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Knuckle Up featuring myself, Mike Orr, and my man, Cedric Ben in the Den, doing what we do best and talking prospects from around the world. And today we are talking about a young man who we haven't seen in a year, and I'm wondering what the hell is going on in his stable and why Lou DiBella has not set anything up for this young man. And I'm talking about Isaiah Steen, half-brother of Charles Conwell which a lot of people don't know. Let's break them down for the guys, Cedric. Um, maybe I'll just give you some stats first. I'll give everybody some stats so they know, and then we'll break down his fighting style. Um, this man is now currently 16-0 and 0 with 12 knockouts in the super middleweight division. He's ranked 13th out of 240 in the United States, 44 out of 13, 86 in the world. He is managed by Otha Jones and Split T Water Management, and this 25-year-old, is coming off a unanimous decision, a unanimous decision win, probably the biggest fight of his career against Calvin Henderson, who was 14-0-1 going into that fight back on July the 23rd, 2021. And we haven't seen this guy in the ring since. Cedric, let's talk about this kid and his great fighting style. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's the fight that I have on right now on my other laptop here, him, uh, Steen versus Henderson. Um, it was a good even matchup. Uh, I didn't know both their records. You can tell because it was, it was a very good even matchup. Um, Steen, very good on, 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 the, on his jab, very good educated jab, good defense too. Henderson, a little bit more wilder, um, but uh, Steen, like I said, with his educated jab, he kept him, kept him at distance. And uh, the first two rounds were like, but for, for most of the way, uh, uh, Steen, you know, he, he definitely was in uh, control of the fight. He, he, yeah, he did. Uh, he definitely has some great body shots, uh, some great lateral movement. Uh, he's good at cutting off the angle. Uh, when he gets on the inside, you got to watch out, man, for those long, long swooping overhands that he can seem to land at will. And uh, he's definitely got some power. They're, they're set up from his jab, though. They're yeah. set up from his jab. That's why he's able to land those big bombs. He's and I mean, he's able to land those big bombs at will, like this kid. And, you know, it's, it's just sad that, um, you know, it's, it's almost been a year now since this kid's been in the ring. So, like, I don't know what the hell is going on. Uh, I'd like to see this kid back in the ring, man. He's definitely definitely one to be watching, man. Uh, you know, this kid, he's boxing's his life, man, you know. And and it shows when this kid. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Um, definitely. When, well, he just, that was the last one. Does he have anything scheduled up? There's, there's nothing scheduled yet. What is his ranking right now? His ranking right now in – in the United States, he's sitting at 13 out of 240 in the super middleweight division. 13, all right, so he's slowly creeping up his way into the to the top 10. Yeah, um, he's slowly creeping up into the top 10. This is what I mean, but he's just sitting back, right? Uh, it's been a year since this guy's been in the ring. This guy could already be in the top 10 as a contender, right? You know, we have him sitting just under Kyron Davis, Ronald Ellis, Sean McCalman, uh, Anthony Durrell. Uh, you know, that's entering into the top 10 there. And then when you get into the top 10 and you round out the top eight, you got Gabriel Rosado, Shane Mosley Jr., Edgar Berlanga, Caleb Plant, Jesse Hart, Benavides, Daniel Jacobs, and Demetrius Andre. So this kid has the ability to fight these guys and, you know, has demonstrated that in the ring many, many times. And, you know, for a fighter like this who's on that climb, how how bad is it to be shelved and sitting off this long center? Well, um, that's why you have to make sure you're you're, you're still keeping yourself um, focused and in the gym, because a perfect example is like like uh, Arthur Betterbeev. You know, he only fights like once a year, 
Yeah. You know, most people would think that you'd have ring rust, but he's in the gym all the time still and, and keeping himself in shape. So even though, you know, it, it shouldn't just take a, a scheduled fight to keep you motivated if you're, you know, a professional fighter. You got to be able to stay focused all the time in your training. Definitely. Definitely. You know, uh, when he was fighting, when, when he went to fight um, Calvin, uh, you know, the game plan was simple, man. Box, stay on your toes, use the jab. Uh, you know, he stuck with that plan down to every dotted I and cross T, and he won with that unanimous decision, man. And, you know, he was coming off an eight-month layoff, the longest of his career when he faced Henderson. Uh, that fight, I believe, was supposed to get underway but was postponed uh, due to an injury. You know, it's 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 one of these things where, like, I'd like to see this guy really get back in the ring and, and, you know, maybe shake a bit of that rust and start that climb back into that top 10, man, because there are some serious contenders in that top 10 list of the names that I had just, uh, you know, rhymed off for everybody. You know, in every sport, there's there are stories of athletes coming from various backgrounds and environments that use those situations and motivations to succeed in their prospective sport. You know, boxing tends to have some of the most compelling stories which is what draws the general public to watch a sport we all love. And, you know, Z-WAP, Isaiah Steen, uh, you know, he's 25 years old from Detroit, uh, you know, that was brought up with seven siblings, which is a challenge for any family regardless of their economic status. Although it was crowded household, Steen did not allow that to interfere with what he wanted to accomplish in life. Steen is a middleweight prospect whose career is being managed by the powerhouse management split T. You know, Lou DiBella Entertainment and the middleweight division has some of the biggest names. But Steen feels that with time, you know, his name will be right up there amongst the most discussed. And, you know, Steen, in an effort to introduce himself to the boxing public as a prospect, to keep his eye on him when this pandemic, you know, was, was going, man. It was, it was hard for him to get these fights and hard to display what he wanted. So, you know, like the entire boxing world kind of took a hit during those times. But it's, you know, you got to... You got to see these guys get back on their feet. You got to see them get back in that ring, man. And honestly, I think this kid has just been, he's sitting on the shelf way too long. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think DeBella's got to get this kid in a fight sooner than later, man. Definitely sooner than later. Uh, you know, in the beginning, there was his team trying to move at a steady pace. Then he went to a different camp. And as the first few fights, uh, he was training in his hometown. And then once he signed with DeBella Entertainment, he went back to doing his training camps in Toledo, Ohio at Soul City Boxing Gym. Uh, that gym is where he trained during his amateur career, sporting an 85 and 15 record. Uh, the opponents were getting harder to, you know, exposure. Uh, opponents were getting harder and the exposure was increasingly uh, increasing. So he decided to put more time into training camps, which led to only fighting twice a year. But now he's only fighting once a year, man. So. Hmm. Uh, it's it's a little rough, man. And you know he is he is a half brother of Charles Conwell, and they have fought on four cards together uh, so far in their career, man. So you know Charles Conwell is another good name in boxing, another name that a lot of people let float under that radar a little bit. I think yeah. you know they sleep on them, but these guys have been key sparring partners for each other through their pro career. Exactly, and you said it right there, man. The sparring partners, people don't realize how important sparring partners are to, to training camps. Um, like, you know, like, I don't care what you do. You can go through a whole training camp and run all the miles you want, punch all the bags you want. If you don't do any sparring, even if, you know, whether, whether you're injured and you have to do some type of technical sparring, like you, you can't win at the, you know, at the highest level 
without sparring. So sparring partners in general need to, you know, uh, need to get much more respect and much more praised. And uh, yeah, yeah. Much respect to the sparring partners out there. Oh man, honestly, I can't wait, man. You know, I can't wait to see this kid in the ring, man. Lou, if you're out there and you're listening, get this kid back in the ring, man. Honestly, I can't wait to see this kid. This kid could be wearing a belt one day. Definitely has the ability to do it. Definitely has the right coaches, the right sparring partners, you know, and he's been on a slow movement through his career right now. He was fighting about, you know, a couple times a year, but now we're down to just one. We need to see him in the ring more fresh, uh, in our faces, you know, so that name sticks, man, because honestly, that's the only way that we're going to be able to hear about these guys is if they're fighting all the time. So, guys, be on the lookout for this kid. He's got to fight at least once this year, man. I don't see them leaving him a whole nother year sitting on the sidelines. But believe me, it'll probably be a card where Charles Conwell is on it as well. So be on the lookout for this card to happen sometime in the later part of the year. I don't see this kid sitting off for a year. I don't I don't see them doing that, man. With no injuries and no real pandemic going on anymore. Honestly, it's just a matter of time before we get to see this guy get back in the ring and do what he does best, and that's knocking people out, man. And I can't wait to see it. Cedric, do you want to say anything before we get out of here today? Nah, man. I hope he stays focused. Hope he, uh, you know, still training. I know he's having a little struggle about staying busy with actual fights, but like I said, man, just stay focused, stay in the gym, and uh, you know, stay, stay on, stay on the path, on the right path. Definitely. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. That's it. You heard it. You heard it, people. Like, share, subscribe if you haven't yet, man. Hit up Talk and Fight. Check it out, man. Check out the website. You're going to love it. Buy that membership. Get your chance for some exclusive content. And, guys, we will see you tomorrow. Same time, same channel for Female Friday. We've got a good one for you. We'll see you then. Until then, knuckle up.